This is our devotional commentary for First Chronicles chapters 1 and 2. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew, welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. Adam, Seth, Enosh, Kenan, Mahalel, Jared, Enoch, Methuselah, Lamech, Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The sons of Japheth, Gomer, Magog, Madai, Javan, Tubal, Meshech, and Tyrus. The sons of Gomer, Ashkenaz, Riphthah, and Togarmah. The sons of Javan, Elisha, Tarshish, Kittim, and Rodonim. The sons of Ham, Cush, Egypt, Put, and Canaan. The sons of Cush, Seba, Havilah, Sabta, Rama, and Sabtika. The sons of Rama, Sheba, and Dedan. Cush, Father Nimrod, he was the first on earth to be a mighty man. Egypt fathered Ludim, Ananim, Lahabim, Naphtuhim, Pashrushim, Kasluhim, from which the Philistines came, and Kaphtarim. Canaan fathered Sidon, his firstborn, and Heth, and the Jebusites, the Amorites, the Girgashites, the Hivites, the Archites, the Sinites, the Arbidites, the Zemurites, and the Hamathites. The sons of Shem, Elam, Ashur, Arkpakshad, Lud, and Aram, and the sons of Aram, Uz, Hul, Gither, and Meshech. Arpakshad fathered Shelah, and Shelah fathered Eber. To Eber were born two sons. The name of the one was Peleg, for in his days the earth was divided, and his brother's name was Joktan. Joktan fathered Almudad, Shelah, Hazarmaveth, Jerah, Hadaram, Uzal, Dikla, Obal, Abamayal, Sheba, Ofer, Havilah, and Jobab. All these were the sons of Joktan. Shem, Arpakshad, Shelah, Eber, Peleg, Ru, Serug, Nahor, Terah, Abram, that is, Abraham. The sons of Abraham, Isaac and Ishmael. These are their genealogies. The firstborn of Ishmael, Nebaioth and Kedar. Abdiel, Nibsam, Mishma, Duma, Masa, Hadad, Tima, Jetur, Nafish, and Kidimah. These are the sons of Ishmael. The sons of Keturah, Abraham's concubine. She bore Zimran, Jokshan, Midan, Midian, Ishbak, and Shua. The sons of Jokshan, Sheba, and Dedan. The sons of Midian, Ephah, Epher, Hanak, Abida, and Alda. All these were the descendants of Keturah. Abraham fathered Isaac, the sons of Isaac, Esau, and Israel. The sons of Esau, Eliphaz, Reuel, Jeush, Jalam, and Korah. The sons of Eliphaz, Teman, Omar, Zephu, Gatam, Kenaz, and of Timnah, Amalek. The sons of Ruel, Neheth, Zerah, Shammah, and Mizah. The sons of Seir, Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, Anna, Dishan, Ezer, and Dishan. The sons of Lotan, Hori and Hemam, and Lotan's sister was Timnah. The sons of Shobal, Alvan, Manahath, Ebal, Shifo, and Onam. The sons of Zibion, Ea and Anna. The son of Anna, Dishan. The sons of Dishan, Hemdan, Eshban, Ithran, and Charan. The sons of Ezer, Bilhan, Zavan, and Achan. The sons of Dishan, Uz, and Aran. These are the kings who reigned in the land of Edom, before any king reigned over the people of Israel. 
Bela, the son of Beor, the name of his city being Ninhabah. Bela died, and Jobab, the son of Zerah of Bozrah, reigned in his place. Jobab died, and Husham of the land of the Temanites reigned in his place. Husham died, and Hadad, the son of Bedad, who defeated Midian in the country of Moab, reigned in his place, the name of his city being Abith. Hadad died, and Samla of Masrikah reigned in his place. Samla died, and Shaul of Rehoboth on the Euphrates reigned in his place. Shaul died, and Baal-Hanan, the son of Ekbor, reigned in his place. Baal-Hanan died, and Hadad reigned in his place, the name of his city being Pi, and his wife's name was Mehetabel, the daughter of Matred, the daughter of Mizahab, and Hadad died. The chiefs of Edom were chiefs Timnah, Alva, Jatheth, Ohalibama, Elah, Pinan, Kenaz, Teman, Mizbar, Magdiel, and Iram. These are the chiefs of Edom. These are the sons of Israel, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zebulun, Dan, Joseph, Benjamin, Naphtali, Gad, and Asher. The sons of Judah, Ur, Onan, and Shelah. These three, Bathshua the Canaanite bore to him. Now Ur, Judah's firstborn, was evil in the sight of the Lord, and he put him to death. His daughter-in-law Tamar also bore him Perez and Zerah. Judah had five sons in all. The sons of Perez, Hazron and Hamul. The sons of Zerah, Zimri, Ethan, Heman, Calcol, and Dara, five in all. The son of Carmi, Achan, the troubler of Israel, who broke faith in the matter of the devoted thing. And Ethan's son was Azariah. The sons of Hazron that were born to him, Jeremiah, Ram, and Chulabai. Ram fathered Aminadab, and Aminadab fathered Nashan, prince of the sons of Judah. Nashan fathered Salmon. Salmon fathered Boaz. Boaz fathered Obed. Obed fathered Jesse. Jesse fathered Eliab, his firstborn, Abinadab the second, Shemiah the third, Nethanel the fourth, Radai the fifth, Ozem the sixth, David the seventh. And their sisters were Zeruiah and Abigail. The sons of Zeruiah, Abishai, Joab, and Esahal, three. Abigail bore Amasa, and the father of Amasa was Jether the Ishmaelite. Caleb, the son of Hezron, fathered children by his wife, Azubah, and by Jiriath, and these were her sons, Jeshur, Shobab, and Ardan. When Azubah died, Caleb married Ephrath, who bore him her. Her fathered Uri, and Uri fathered Bezalel. Afterward, Hezron went in to the daughter of Machir, the father of Gilead, whom he married when he was sixty years old, and she bore him Segub. And Segub fathered Jair, who had twenty-three cities in the land of Gilead. But Geshur and Aram took from them Hevath, Jair, Kenath, and its villages, sixty towns. All these were descendants of Machir, the father of Gilead. After the death of Hezron, Caleb went in to Ephrathah, the wife of Hezron, his father, and she bore him Ashbur, the father of Tekoa. The sons of Jeremiah, the firstborn of Hezron. Ram, his firstborn. Buna, Orem, Ozem, and Ahijah. Jeremiah also had another wife whose name was Atarah. She was the mother of Onam. The sons of Ram, the firstborn of Jeremiah. Maz, Jamin, and Eker. The sons of Onam, Shammai, and Jada, 
the sons of Shammai, Nadab, and Abishur. The name of Abishur's wife was Abihel, and she bore him Aban and Molid, the sons of Nadab, Selad and Apaim, and Selad died childless. The son of Apaim, Ishi, the son of Ishi, Sheshan, the son of Sheshan, Alai, the sons of Jada, Shammai's brother, Jether and Jonathan, and Jether died childless. The sons of Jonathan, Pilath and Zaza, these were the descendants of Jeremiah. Now, Shishan had no sons, only daughters, but Shishan had an Egyptian slave whose name was Jarha. So, Shishan gave his daughter in marriage to Jarha his slave, and she bore him Atai. Atai fathered Nathan, and Nathan fathered Zabad. Zabad fathered Ephlah, and Ephlah fathered Obed. Obed fathered Jehu, and Jehu fathered Azariah. Azariah fathered Helez, and Helez fathered Eliasah. Eliasah fathered Sismai, and Sismai fathered Shalom. Shalom fathered Jechamiah, and Jechamiah fathered Elishama, the sons of Caleb, the brother of Jeremiah. Marishah, his firstborn, who fathered Ziph, the son of Marishah, Hebron, the sons of Hebron, Korah, Tapuah, Rechem, and Shema. Shema fathered Raham, the father of Jorkeam, and Rechem fathered Shammai, the son of Shammai, Maon, and Maon fathered Bezur. Hapha also, Caleb's concubine, bore Haran, Moza, and Gazez, and Haran fathered Gazez, the sons of Jadai, Regem, Jotham, Geshan, Pelet, Epha, and Sha'ef. Maka, Caleb's concubine, bore Sheber and Tirhanah. She also bore Sheaf, the father of Madmanah, Sheva, the father of Machbenah, and the father of Gibeah, and the daughter of Caleb was Aksa. These were the descendants of Caleb. The sons of Hur, the firstborn of Ephrathah, Shobal, the father of Kiriath-Jerim, Salma, the father of Bethlehem, and Haraf, the father of Beth-Gader. Shobal, the father of Kiriath-Jerim, had other sons, Horoah, half of the Menuhoth, and the clans of Kiriath-Jerim, the Ithrites, the Puthites, and the Shumathites, and the Mishrites. From these came the Zorathites and the Eshtolites. The sons of Salma, Bethlehem, the Nedophathites, Atroth, Beth Joab, and half of the Manahathites, the Zorites. The clans also of the scribes who lived at Jabez, the Tirathites, the Shimeathites, and the Sukathites. These are the Kenites who came from Hamath, the father of the house of Rechab. Most motivated Bible readers may find it challenging to maintain enthusiasm as they read through these opening chapters of 1 Chronicles. In the first chapter alone, we encounter 200 personal names, most of which mean nothing to us. But this goes on for nine chapters, page after page. The genealogical monotony continues as we wait for some real action to begin. More than likely, we will turn these pages quickly, fairly confident they have no major relevance for our lives today. We may recognize a few of the names, but most are hard to pronounce and impossible to place in any meaningful context. We wonder, what kind of a book is this anyway? Doesn't the author know how important it is to grab the reader's attention? 
Where are the dramatic elements and colorful descriptions? How about some lively conversation? But as disciplined 21st century believers committed to our daily Bible reading plan, we plod forward anyway, hopeful the book will eventually become more readable, if not more interesting. What we need to keep in mind is that this book would have seemed equally dull to its first readers. First and Second Chronicles was originally one volume, probably published in the 4th century B.C. An early Jewish tradition names Ezra as the author of the book, but we can't be sure. What we do know, based on these opening genealogies, is that the book was written two or three generations after the Babylonian exile of 587 B.C., that disastrous event which concluded the story of 2 Kings. By this time in Israel's history, the ancient world was in the powerful hands of the Persian Empire. All that remained of the great kingdom ruled by David and Solomon was the small province of Judah. By now, they have returned to their homeland, but the outlook is still bleak. The glory days are in the distant past, and practically everything in First and Second Chronicles was, for them, part of an age gone by. The chronicler has great stories to tell and powerful lessons to teach, but it was all as dry and dusty to the original readers as it is to us. So, we must consider why this intelligent and skilled writer chose to begin with a series of family trees. Yes, to grasp his message, we must come to grips with his introduction. In short, God's people suffer from an identity crisis. Living in a world darkened by sin, we need to know who we are and what we were meant to be. Like plants struggling to grow, we find nourishment in our roots. As Christians, our roots begin with Adam and can then be traced through the generations as God fulfills his promise of salvation in Jesus Christ. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide, living daily in the Word.